by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 503 of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. My name's Armitage and over the course of the next hour, I'm going to bring you music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. So dry and I got some shakes Again, morning, again, headache Again, morning, again Man, I have been so busy over the last week. Monday, it was a bank holiday, so we popped down to the coast to catch some rays. Tuesday, it was my old man's birthday, so we spent the day with him and my mother. Wednesday, I found myself back at work, where I'm learning HTML and CSS coding. Thursday, take the old man for a scan at the hospital. Then it was the squirrel's birthday with her at Steve Vai, with everyone else at the Witch Doctors, culminating with drinks at the Crowbar. Friday, Warrior Soul, the main grains and the Black Bullets at the Barfly, with today, today being Saturday the 4th of June, future and non-wall rock radio listeners, Camden Rocks, where I shall be heading in an hour's time. That's right, as soon as this show is over, I'm making tracks. So, let's get the glitter ball rolling with the Biters, who I'm seriously looking forward to seeing again live, although no UK dates have been penciled in at the moment, although... If you're stateside, the band are currently working their way across the country. This is from It's All Chewed Up Okay and is, oh yeah, the bitch wants more.
when I get sent CDs, even MP3s that have been properly tagged, the artwork sort of foretells what kind of music I'm going to be listening to. So when Atomic Zod War by the Black Explosion came my way, the band name and the artwork led me to believe I was going to be listening to a Black Exploitation soundtrack album. Obviously, I was completely wrong, as the Black Explosion are a Scandinavian three-piece featuring Chris Winter, who used to be in Dollhouse. The band have been going since... Uh, 2011, and I think Atomic Zod War is album number three, although I could be wrong. The band have been described as the missing link between the MC5 and Hawkwind, and who am I to argue with that, as Devil Inside testifies. I went down to the station with a suitcase in my
thumbing through classic rock as you do my eyes fell upon the review of smash hits by helen love the sentence that caught my eye was joyous diy punk from the welsh ramones obviously my interest was piqued so i tracked down said album uh i'd say it was more like dolly mixture with captain sensible producing and on keyboards very 1981-82 and it wouldn't surprise me if Helen Love turned up on top of the pops repeats however having formed in 1992 that's not going to happen lyrically though I can certainly see where the reviewer is coming from sans Ramones bubblegum throwaway dumb pop references to Ghostbusters Super Mario Polystyrene Modern Lovers Sheila B Devotion and um, Formula One this is You Can't Be A Boy Who Loves The Ramones true story He's a gabby boy, dressed in denim and corduroys, and we love him. He's a gabby boy. He's a boy, he's a gabby boy, dressed in denim and corduroys, and we love him. He's a gabby boy. It's a beat, it's a cool gabba beat. The way it moves knocks me right off my feet, and when I'm with him, it makes me feel okay. It's a cool gap beat The way it moves knocks me right off my feet And when I'm with him It makes me feel okay You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones You can't be a boy who loves the Ramones Oh, <laughs> 
staying with the Ramones, you know I have a love-hate relationship with cover versions. Well, tribute albums also fall into this category. I find nothing more pointless than the Z-list celebrities, which usually involve Gilby Clark, releasing albums to anyone from Guns N' Roses to ZZ Top. Obviously, if someone uh, offers you, as a professional musician, a shed load of cash to participate, uh, you're not going to turn it down anyway. Billy Hopeless of the Black Halos, who recently hinted that he and Rich Jones may be recording together, posted on Facebook Dee Dee Ramone's contribution to a punk tribute to Metallica. Uh, Billy pointed out in the thread that it was like Dee Dee had never heard the song before. Of course, I had to click the link to hear what he meant. Man, it was like Dee Dee was reading the lyrics from one of those Japanese import LPs from the early 80s where the translator writes down what he thinks is being said. And it's better not to say, it's better not to be dated, okay, I'll be the male, you'll be the god, I need religion, I need romance, you'll be the beard, I need no pain, sign, you'll be the tear. The Japanese translation to love song. Uh, the song DD Tackles is Jumping the Fire from Metallica's debut, except he has renamed it Jump to the Fire. And uh, I had to dig out the original album to read the lyrics because I thought, it could have been some sort of horrendous mix-up in the recording studio with Dee Dee not understanding the brief and writing a completely new song. In a strange way, uh, it's quite good. One, two, three, four. Just to the fire.
Straight after DD Ramon, you heard Ratface and Vinyl God from their just-released Moto Psycho album. And yes, for a split second, I thought Moto Psycho, the band, had just released a new album called Ratface. Like with The Damned, I hardly ever play anything by The Hit Priests. Oh, God, am I trying to kid? But if a band's going to be so prevalent... In releasing songs, the least I can do is share them with you. Now, the Hit Priests are very much a live band. As much as their studio albums are top drawer, if not top shelf, live is where the band is at. Um, That might, however, be about to change. Their latest single, Living, Breathing, Lightning, coupled with Golden Black, which you heard on last week's show, I I don't know, it it just sounds different. I want to say more mature, but that would be plain stupid. It's like with previous releases, the band raced through the gears at breakneck speed, but having finally got to cruising altitude, instead of easing off the throttle, they cracked open the in-flight entertainment. So much so, I'm seriously hoping we're going to see a full-length new studio album by the end of the year. Living, Breathing, Lightning by the Hit Priests. And I finally got around to buying a black denim jacket to sport my 
Spasm Gang members' patches. Keeping it glunk, the Razorbats are all set to release a brand new single on the 15th via Self Destructo Records. The This Is High EP features three tracks, obviously, This Is High, along with Born in the Fast Lane, but the track already up and running for you is track one, The Hurricane. Razorbacks will be appearing along a veritable monster tour 
of Glantastic Bands at Slugfest Night, which is held on the first three days in July, once again at the Dolls House in Upper Three. Right, from Norway, because that's where Razorbacks are from, we travel to Paris and Iron Lizards, who are going to hit us with Ladies' Night in Hell from their debut EP, Red. <laughs> Episode 497, I played She Makes Me Laugh by the Monkeys, which was taken from their new album, Good Times, which was written by the frontman from Weezer. Well, I've got the whole kit and caboodle. And as I said before, the tracks from Good Times were written by Neil Diamond, Carol King and Harry Nielsen in the 1960s. The group never got round to finishing. XTC's Andy Partridge, as well as Noel Gallagher and Paul Weller also get a look in. David Jones is represented with Neil Diamond's Love to Love. The first cropped up on a 1970s Australian compilation and uh, more widely as part of a box set. But it's got to give it time. Written by Jeff Barry and Joey Levine that uses vintage tapes mixed with current sessions to produce a garage rock and raver that I'm getting aware. <laughs> ¶¶ 
Here we go with a Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show World Exclusive and the first track out the trap by the Fiascos. Who are the Fiascos? I hear you cry. Well, it's what happens when four guys buy the cheapest, highest volume wine known to budget supermarkets and after just one rehearsal, go and support CJ Wildheart in Hoxton at the end of February playing all originals. So they tell me, as I had a ticket to go, but was prevented from attending thanks to the flu. The band members are nearly all familiar to the Paranoid School Rock Show in the form of Richie Hudson, Keith Gibbs and Robin Guy, who can also be found in Bridget West as her desperate hopefuls. And previously, before that, in Kitty Hudson with Robin, also playing drums for Sham 69, Rachel Stamp, Bernie Tormey, even Faith No More. You know, it was only for a day, but you know, better than no days. Uh, new, as yet unmet member, is bassist Ben from Spitz Energy. The band say that they come across as Motorhead playing in a sweet shop. Well, what can I say? And with this track, Built for Speed, who am I to argue?
from the cheap cassettes, rhythm guitarist Michael Kane, that's Kane with a K, not a lot of people know that, has just put out his second solo track. His first came out according to Bandcamp in July 2003. The Likes of You also features fellow cheap cassette Kevin Parkhurst on drums and has been taken from the upcoming EP, adding insult to industry, coming out in the summer. Uh, this is what it sounds like. Shamefully, but not unsurprisingly, I'm going to pronounce this next guy's name all wrong. Far too many T's and A's. And I wonder why Team Rock Radio haven't offered me a job. Actually, I'd settle for Total Rock Radio. Uh, so I'm going to anglicise it to Peter Barley. Pete, no, that really is adding insult to injury, uh, can usually be found playing guitar in the Backstreet Girls, but has just released his third, don't quote me on that, solo album, Frankly My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. Going against the norm. I purchased said album from iTunes. I genuinely try and buy bands material from places like Bandcamp as more of your money ends up in their pockets and not the coffers of some multinational faceless corporation. Anyway, once it had been downloaded, I noticed an iTunes booklet before track one. Clicked on it and that popped a PDF of the artwork and liner notes. One of my bugbears with digital downloads, apart from sound issues, has been lack of artwork. However... To misquote Stan Lee of Marvel fame, not the Dickies, it's great looking at a pair of breasts on a computer, but nothing beats actually holding them. 
From the PDF, I was able to glean that joining Peter was his brother and original drummer in the Backstreet Girls, Bjorn, along with um, Ed Tudipole, Glenn Matlock, Paul Rooney Angel, Honest John Plain and Casino Still. On this basis, the album sounds exactly how I'd expect. Nay, hoped it would.
That was Go With Your Lover from Peter Barelli. Yeah, I know, pronounced wrong. Now, looking for the non-existent Peter Barelli Bandcamp site, Google pointed me in the direction of the Rat Boy 69 blog site, which I'm already familiar with. The latest entry, well, it was on Sunday, was the Backstreet Girls album Boogie Till You Bleed, which obviously I already own. Underneath it was a post from the 26th that I thought was of an album by the Backstreet Girls that I didn't own. The album in question was called Saturday Night Shakes, which uh, was released digitally on Bandcamp at the beginning of last month, with the hard copy version coming out on Rumbar Records any Friday now. The only problem was, not only do I have um, trouble speaking the Queen's English, it seems I have trouble reading it as well, as the band in question are the back seat angels. Not street, not girls, the back seat angels the first port of call to find out more about the backseat angels was of course facebook which drew a uh, lot of blanks as the band don't have a facebook page their band camp site did little to enlighten me however their record labels did with a heads up from main backseat angel eric knox the man with the white jaguar the band come from Belgium, and Eric tells us that they are into the sweet slade the boys the undertones and the knack so bloody bird obviously the album was purchased faster than a fasting, which uh, was quickly uh, made its onto my digital music player to while away the time whilst driving to and from Greenwich. Obviously, I have to pick a track for you so you can also share in my enthusiasm, or not as the case, hopefully won't be. Anyway, the track I have selected is Hard to Tame.
If you wanna love me, you gotta give it your best shot. Hey baby, if you wanna love me, you gotta give it all you got. I was surprised when friend of the show and squirrel associate Art Wright told me that former soundtrack of our lives vocalist Ebert Lundberg, along with his Indigo children, were playing the Half Moon in Putney on the 25th of June. The soundtrack of our lives were absolutely brilliant, and if you're unfamiliar with their output, I strongly recommend that you get hold of their Behind the Music album that came out in 2001 as soon as you possibly can. After soundtrack split in 2012, Ebert released a couple of EPs, the limited Be Careful What You Wish For LP, and I think a compilation of all the above with some unreleased stuff that came out in Spain sometime last year anyway. Ebert Lundberg and the Indigo Children released their first album, For the Ages to Come, at the beginning of this year. A fact I completely missed. Uh, I'd like to say, to make amends, I've booked tickets to see them at the Half Moon. Fortunately... Uh, on the same day, a couple of my dad's brothers are coming from far and wide, well, Scotland and Brighton, for a family do that involves a Toby Carvery. 20, 30 years ago, I would have foregone weddings, christenings and birthdays without hesitation for the sake of a gig. Not anymore. Not because I'm getting old, uh, but uh, others around me are. Mind you, saying that, with ticket prices now verging on the 20 quid mark for club gigs, I do look at it as the same price for a bottle of wine and a takeaway without the transport hassles. The only amending I'll be doing is playing something from the aforementioned for the ages to come in the shape and form of Calling From Heaven.
Once again, time has overtaken us, and as I said at the top of the show, Camden Rocks is a calling. With London SS at the Dublin Castle, my first port of call, unless the queue for the wristbands at the Underworld is hideously long. Thanks for listening, whoever and wherever you may be. Until next week, take it easy. Take it easy.